Welcome to the Arise Podcast. My name is Tanya Anderson. I'm the CEO here at Arise, and it's my pleasure to have with me today Bill Christ, who is a longtime Arise volunteer. Welcome, Bill. Thank you, Tanya. It's great to be here. It's great to have you. Now, you have been a part of Arise for a very long time um, as a member of our board of directors and also a member of our advisory committee up in Oswego. How long have you been involved with us? Oh, my goodness. I, I could say kind of decades almost, really. I mean, I, I, I started with Arise uh, in Oswego as an advisory board member and had and continue to serve on that uh, back to the early 2000s, honestly, and uh, got involved really through a connection with Rotary Club and then just uh, my interest in the uh, Oswego, greater Oswego community as well. And then jumped on the board and uh, was asked to be on the board in, in 2016, I believe, and really enjoyed that experience as well. Uh, just stepped away from that, really due to some other, uh, both family and some other professional responsibilities that just kind of grabbed me on that. I have a new granddaughter, so. Uh, Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. So she's really helped to kind of steal our heart every day, and uh, that's been great. So, yeah, I stepped away from the board, but I still have a, a love for the mission of, of Arise and just what uh, Arise stands for in our community, greater community as well. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's uh, again, just great to be here and chat with you for a few minutes. Great. Thank you so much. And, of course, I'm in the mission of Arise every day, and I'm really interested in your perspective as someone who is in the community very involved and obviously very involved and committed to Arise, your perspective on that. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, I've had people and people in our own family who um, who want to be independent in their own living and be able to do those things. And uh, and so it's been, uh, you know, a rise has kind of struck a heart chord with me as well, just in, uh, you know, people I've experienced, people in my own family who've had services from Arise and also really, again, need to be able to live an independent life as best possible and how Arise and other parts of our uh, greater Syracuse Oswego community can help us to be able to do that. So I've always recognized that the mission of Arise is very important and how I can help to be, you know, I guess somewhat of an ambassador, but also a consumer as our family has has experienced some of that. Right. And for folks who don't know, the mission of Arise is, as an independent living center, is to um, interact with folks who have disabilities, really any kind of disability, and make sure they have whatever services and supports they need to be independent. And um, every experience of an individual that comes to us is going to be different. So that family member in connecting with Arise has a different set of desires and needs and wants than anybody else. Yeah, and you know, that's a, a really cool piece of how Arise blankets a community and recognizes that because they do recognize that, you know, individual needs are, are very personal and, and very unique in cases. And I think the malleability of Arise, how they're able to kind of look at a person as an individual and be able to support them in some way that may be different and unique from another person or even another um, uh, another group of people too so it's 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 interesting how arise i think really does be able to be 
this blanket for support of people who seek to be independent or and and you know when does that come in their life it's it's interesting i've had a few people who've had traumatic brain injury situations that you know i'll i'll say lived a, a completely normal life and whatever and became uh disabled due to something and now arise has stepped into their life all of a sudden and even their uh, extended family is now recognizing the role that arise can play in their life to help to make them independent that's such an important point because one in five of us has a disability and we don't know when that's going to happen it's the only um, group where we can go in and out of that group right. we're all going to eventually get in that group as we get older as you mentioned some people acquire a disability sure. some people are born with a disability mm -hmm. and it's um, it's really an important group that we not ever marginalize in any way. Yeah, that's the, that's a key piece too. And you know, again, as I look at, you know, the subtle, uh, the, you know, the subtle presence of arise and how they come into just things like in Oswego and Fulton, I've seen, uh, you know, sidewalk cutting and curb cutting and things like that to allow people, you know, to to be able to egress a, a street or a road, sometimes a very busy street or road. Uh, by wheelchair or just by their own uh, abilities to get there. Um, some sound uh, responses on traffic signals and things like that in those same intersections to allow uh, a person who, uh, who may be blind or uh, visually impaired to be able to live freely in that way. And it's kind of unique to just see that, I, I guess, progression of uh, support that brings all of us together as a community, regardless of you know, whether we can walk across the street or use the access of a wheelchair to go across the street or, a, uh, you know, the, the sound uh, to recognize that someone who may be visually impaired is also able, able to walk through those same streets. And I've watched just the evolution of uh, a rise's impact and, you know, helping folks with a, a disability to be uh, a contributing and active part of our, our community and society, I guess. Yeah, it's and the other piece of that that's really interesting is that the curb cuts may be intended for a person who uses a wheelchair, but it benefits someone who's got a bicycle exactly. or a stroller. It's really about making our world inclusive for everybody. For everybody, and, and that's I guess the other subtle piece of how Arise impacts that. You know, how Arise is an advocate for folks who. <clears throat> Who who may say, geez, I can't uh, access something this way, but now I can. And the fact that it just becomes the the uh, the way we do it as a society. That, like you said, you know, it, uh, a couple students on skateboards, or children on skateboards, or bicycles, or uh, a young family that may be out paddling on a Saturday afternoon can do the same thing. And it's all, you know, it's all just helps us to get uh, to recognize the inclusiveness of our communities. Right, and I think another area where we really can see that impact in a concrete way is in our school systems. Yeah. You know, my daughter has a disability, and she's still in the school system, and we have education advocacy here at Arise. I know you have a lot of experience in the education right. system, and the services and supports for students with disabilities really benefit all children. Yeah, they totally do. Uh, you know, when I worked in education in the public side of, uh, of education, um, the supports around and advocacy for students with disabilities was incredibly rich and, and, um, and yet not, not 
always hitting the right mark, you know, to to be able to work with a family to say what's the best plan of education and life skills that we can provide for any student or a group of students is so important. And, um, you know, continuing to be advocates for families, many times families that don't necessarily have a voice that can be uh, shared, uh, you know, in a, in a way that's going to help to, to receive benefit for that particular child or family. So, uh, yeah, I, I just love where education is going, and yet there's a lot of space, a lot of need for that inclusive nature in uh, our, you know, c- compulsory education programs. Right, and you could, I think about specific tools that I see in the classroom that might be originally designated for a, a student with a disability, whether it's a planner, organizer, mm-hmm. or some other sort of accommodation that really all the kids could benefit from. And I see that all the time. Yeah, right. And again, I think it goes back to, you know, the magic of uh, inclusive education, the magic of allowing people to live a full life, uh, sometimes with, uh, you know, the the presence of a wheelchair or whatever, but to to bring them into a world where, like, like you said, we're all part of this greater community and spirit and... Uh, you know, the work that Arise does to kind of identify the needs that present for all members of our societies, you know, continues to be important. And so whether it's in a school or whether it's in a church or whether it's in a, some other uh, a sports arena or whatever, I think the ability for inclusivity and for people to be able to live uh, an independent life is, uh, you know, continues to ring true with Arise Absolutely, and I use the word magic a lot when I talk about some of our programs because it truly is magic when you see a a community where folks are fully included and learning from each other and being kind and empathetic and just all of those pieces that are so important right now. Yeah, I can't can't agree enough, Tanya. It's, uh, It's, again, the mission of why I wanted to be connected with Arise originally, why I love to still be connected with Arise. And, uh, yeah, it's good work in our community, for sure. Now, you know a lot about what Arise does. What sort of programs stand out for you as really um, being your favorites? Not that you have a favorite. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, uh, you know, I have had the, the great honor of being able to go out to the farm a few times and to see what the farm offers, uh, again, for our entire community. Because I've seen people out... Uh, walking around the grounds, walking around the lake, uh, walking around the track right. uh, with little kids in a stroller or whatever. And, and that's beautiful. But to see the work that the farm does, uh, you know, a child to be able to ride a horse and, uh, you know, be out in the open air and access what beautiful nature exists at the farm. So, so the farm holds a really near and dear place for me uh, just to be able to bring nature to children and adults to bring uh you know the animal world to a living place for children and adults is really a pretty unique place you know i I mentioned unique because the other thing that that i love about arise is their the annual um arts displays and uh you know artistic flair that we uh showcase for uh, students who may have a disability or uh, a compromise in their life that it says, I'm not holding back, you know, and look at these beautiful poems that I've written, or look at the uh, wonderful uh, uh, 
stories or uh, visual imagery and and paintings and uh, pottery and things like that. I love the Arise display, uh, and I love the calendar that comes as a result of that as well. I mean, it's just neat to kind of throw that up on, on your bulletin board and be able to thumb through and see the incredibly high level of artistic uh, and creativity that comes from, uh, you know, all of the folks who serve Arise and are served by Arise. Right. And the farm, obviously, I love that as well. And our unique art and literary magazine is something we've been doing for more than 20 years, if you yeah. can believe it. I can I remember when it first started and the artwork and the pieces it's featured by people with disabilities is just been incredible. Yeah. My favorite part of Unique is the uh, little vignette that the artists write about themselves, about how their disability informs their yeah. work or not. It's yeah. it's just really meaningful. Yeah, that's a great point too, Tanya. I, I love to read those as well, and to kind of get a little bit better snapshot of who the who the artist is, who the individual is, and whether or not they see. Uh, you know, their disability, if you will, is a gift in so many ways to say, this is who I am and this is how I have come into this world and or have been, uh, have possibly been challenged in this world as a result of a disability that came on later in life, again, due to maybe a traumatic brain injury or an accident or something that, that brought them there. And yet, uh, you know, it really does become every person here is a gift, and the gifts that we uh, that we get from the impact and contact that we have individuals is just so rich. And your service to Arise really has been a gift. I know you're a very busy mm-hmm. person, and your commitment to Arise has been incredible. If there's one thing that you can say has really been your guiding star to decades of commitment to arise what do you think that is it's hmm. a great question i don't know if i can answer that really i, I mean I, honestly i think it's just uh you know what i've learned from uh contact with people in arise you know again i got into arise in in oswego as an educator and as a person in the community uh had students in my program when I was a when I was a teacher who um, who benefited from programs of Arise and who experienced that I don't know it's just uh, it's just a wonderful piece of being able to connect and I I think Arise has given me great awareness of uh, folks who may be disabled but also have a love of being independent and we need to provide that independence for everyone. So maybe we'll go back to that word of magic and inclusion. I think so. That's a great way to kind of sum it up. Thanks so much, Bill. Thank you. For more information on how you can support Arise, visit our website at ariseinc.org. Support Arise. Support Independence.